We're analyzing Carnival Corp stock ticker CCL to see if it's on sale. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for Carnival Corp. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Carnival for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand Carnival's stock performance. Right now, Carnival trades for $15.80 per share. Year-to-date, they're crushing it. Their stock price is up 98%, meaning they've nearly doubled. This is way better than the S&P 500 over this time. In the last five years, however, it's a completely different story for Carnival. Their stock price is down 75.5% overall. The company is up just $3 from their lows in spring of 2020. They've been cut in half since their rebounded highs from May of 2021. In the last 10 years, Carnival stock price is down 62%. Going back prior to the global financial crisis, in the last 18 years, Carnival stock price is down 75% overall. While the company was crushed in 2020, Carnival did pay out dividends over this time, so their average dividend yield would be in addition to these compounded returns. Carnival trades a dollar below their 52-week high. The company's up more than double from their 52-week low. About 11% of their shares are sold short. Despite the declines in their stock price, Carnival's still a big business. They have a nearly $20 billion market cap. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Carnival? Carnival is the largest global cruise company with 90 ships in service at the end of fiscal 2022 and eight of its nine brands fully redeployed. Its portfolio of brands includes Carnival Cruise Lines, Holland America, Princess Cruises, and Seaborn in North America, P&O Cruises and Cunard Line in the United Kingdom, Ada in Germany, Costa Cruises in Southern Europe, and P&O Cruises in Australia. Carnival also owns Holland America Princess Alaskan Tours in Alaska and the Canadian Yukon. Carnival's brands attracted around 13 million guests in 2019. Carnival was founded in 1972 and is headquartered in Miami, Florida. With that background of the business, let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average listed business earns about a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this allows us to build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. Prior to 2020, the company earned slightly above average returns on capital, coming in around 9 to 10%. However, since 2020, Carnival's returns on capital have been negative in all three of these past fiscal years. Things have gotten better for the business since 2021, but they're still averaging negative returns on capital. These are going to drag down their returns on capital throughout this time. Carnival averages negative returns on capital in the last five years, meaning this is an X on metric number one. Metric number two, we're looking for growth in the business. We want to see five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. This metric's all or nothing. All three have to be up for this to be a check. We're including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. During this time, Carnival's revenues have been cut by 21%. The company's net incomes have gone from being positive in the two years prior to 2020 to being negative since. That's the same for their free cash flows. They've been negative since 2020. Carnival consumed $6.6 billion of free cash flow in their last fiscal year. They've cut this, and in their last 12 months, they've only consumed $3 billion. That's still negative. All three of these are down, meaning this is an X on metric number two. Metric number three, we're looking for earnings per share growth in the last five years for Carnival. This looks at the business from the view of an individual shareholder. 
As we just learned, their earnings have gone from being positive to negative. The company also diluted existing shareholders by 70% in an effort to raise capital during their 2020 lockdowns. With negative earnings and more shares outstanding, this is an X on metric number three. Their earnings per share have declined over this time. Metric number four, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. A similar situation here, because the company's free cash flows have been negative in their last three fiscal years, and due to their shareholder dilution, their free cash flows per share are down over this time. This is another X on metric number four. While things have rebounded recently for the business, and they're nowhere near what their lowest lows were in 2020, in terms of their actual business performance, the company appears to still be struggling on this front. Recapping where we stand currently, through our first four metrics we're 0 for 4 we're still trying to find our first check for carnival court Metric number five, we're looking at how the business uses debt. During economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are at the greatest risk of poor outcomes. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow the business has produced in their last five years. Carnival added a lot to their debt loads in order to stay afloat during this time. The company has about a $32 billion net debt position right now. In 2018, the company did produce $1.8 billion of free cash flow. As we've learned, their free cash flows have been negative since 2020. Carnival Corp has consumed free cash flow in the last five years. That's not a surprise here for the business. Based on that, their free cash flows aren't able to support their net debt positions. This is an X on metric number five for the business. Carnival looks like it could still be struggling if it's not able to write the ship and produce positive free cash flows in their near-term future. Before we move to our valuation metric, it's time for our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at Carnival's dividend profile. Carnival cut their dividend in 2020. Prior to this, they did support their dividend in 2018, but they weren't able to support it using their free cash flows in 2019. The business likely made a prudent decision to stop their dividend payments in 2020, and with negative free cash flows since then, they have not supported reinstating their dividend. Keep in mind, this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance, and it's no guarantee for the future. Based off Carnival's current financial position, it doesn't look like it'll be paying a dividend anytime soon. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Carnival's average five-year free cash flow to their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's how we'll estimate a potential fair intrinsic value for Carnival. Right now, Carnival has about a $50.5 billion total enterprise value. This accounts for their net debt position and their market cap. It looks at Carnival similar to it being a private business. In their last five years, when we add them all up, Carnival has had negative free cash flows. And in their last 12 months, they've also had negative cash flows, meaning they've been consuming cash in their business. This means Carnival's average and current free cash flow to enterprise value yields are negative. This is an X on metric number six. Carnival has gone 0 for 6 on our analysis, but don't just throw the business out. In just a minute, we'll give our final rating to Carnival, but we have to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the qualitative aspects of this business, but the qualitative factors of this business are just as important. What are they? Looking at the qualitative factors supporting a potential long thesis, number one, despite a temporary pause in Asia Pacific, a return to the market remains promising after the COVID-19 pandemic, as the four largest operators had capacity for nearly 4 million passengers in 2020, signaling an opportunity for long-term growth with a new customer base. Number two, a more efficient fleet composition after pruning 26 ships between fiscal 2020 and 2022 may benefit the cost structure to a greater degree than initial 
initially expected as sailing fully resumes. Number three, as Carnival continues to increase occupancy, passenger counts and yields could rise at a faster pace than currently anticipated. We'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negative aspects of the business as well. Looking at the qualitative factors supporting a potential short thesis, number one, new COVID-19 variants and the reinstitution of no-sale orders, geopolitical concerns or border closures could farther pressure profits, leading to additional liquidity concerns. Number two, higher commodity prices, particularly in energy, could affect profitability, especially as firms maintain compliance with IMO 2020 guidelines. Number three, the media publishing negative experience commentary regarding cruise incidents could weigh on Carnival's brand image and pricing leverage, making new cruisers hesitant to try cruising. A decrease in new customers logically leads to a decrease in repeat customers. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative aspects of Carnival. Now it's time for our final rating. In analyzing Carnival Corp stock ticker CCL, we learn the business is struggling to rebound from no cruise orders in 2020. Carnival's business has declined, they've consumed cash, they've raised their debt, and they've significantly diluted shareholders. There are potential liquidity concerns around Carnival. That's something you'd want to dig into as you research more about the business. Carnival has had negative free cash flow in the last three fiscal years, although they've consumed progressively less and less. They've made their operations more efficient, but they still face headwinds. This analysis is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. It's not financial advice. Consult with a financial advisor before making any investment decision. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, Carnival Corp looks like a very weak candidate for further research. Don't let that discourage you if you're interested in the business. Continue to dig in and do your own research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about Carnival Corp, and let me know what business you want me to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about Carnival Corp with me and have a great day.